This is Father Michael Cunningham coming to you from Our Lady of Perpetual Help Church in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. In today's gospel, we hear Jesus lacing in to the Pharisees and the scribes. It seems as though the, the Pharisees have, have lost their way in a sense, where the Word of God resides simply in their minds. And, and I think when that occurs, the, the Word of God oftentimes takes on a, a legalistic tone to it. It can be used as a, as a weapon rather than a, a means of healing. And that seems to be what's taking place in today's gospel. That even the people that the Pharisees convert are converted to this distorted way of, distorted way of thinking. And Jesus says their, their converts are twice as worse off than they themselves are. And the, by their actions, the, the Pharisees are locking the gates of heaven for those trying to enter. And while they themselves don't even reside within its gates. And I think what's, what seems to be happening as well is, you know, and, and I think it can happen to any of us when the, the word of God simply resides within our minds. It hasn't made that journey from our minds to our hearts. That when we speak it, it's, it's simply data or information. But when the, the word is, is imbued and it's saturated with the Holy Spirit, when it first enters our hearts, and, and that's the place the word emanates from, from our hearts, then the word has a, has a texture to it. It has a flesh to it. And when it's spoken, the word gets up and dances. When it, when it simply comes from our minds, uh, the, the word is, is listless. It's, it's sterile. It has no no life to it it's simply you know the letters that compose the words you know it has one one meaning but when when it's filled with the holy spirit the word of god a unique thing takes place you know the letters that compose each word the sum is greater than its parts that one word spoken can speak volumes to the person hearing it and that's that's the beauty of the Word of God but it first has to go it seems as though through that maturation process that it has to enter our hearts and when it comes from our hearts it's filled with with life it's filled with love and it and it seeks out what it needs to address in our lives and just in my final thought in closing is this I I think all of this hinges upon an encounter with the risen Christ you know we need to have an encounter in some way with Christ and it's it's something which I think needs to occur continuously throughout our lives and it's because if, if we don't have that encounter the word is more likely to emanate from a place of sterility solely from our minds from our intellects but when we have that encounter with Christ then the word takes on new meaning it takes on flesh it becomes energized and when it's spoken it bears much fruit and i think that's the challenge for all of us you know to to pray for an encounter with the risen christ in our lives if we we fill up we feel that our minds are, are full with information filled with data but our hearts are empty Pray for a, an encounter with the risen Christ. You know, it may not be a lightning bolt from the sky. 
It could be just simply standing on a street corner, having a conversation with someone, and, and Christ comes through that person and affects us in, in such a way that we're set ablaze again. And each and every time we speak the Word of God, it, it takes on new life, not only in our lives, but those around us that hear it as well. So this day, once again, let us let us pray for an awareness of Christ in our lives. If, if we feel that vacuum or that void in this minute, let us pray for an encounter so that after the encounter itself, we may become avenues of God's grace for others. Amen.